Right, so um, I don't know if everyone was here the last time I preached, um, but uh, I spoke and I spoke and introduced you to um, a football team unlike any other, and the team was called Heaven's Eleven. <laughs> and it's live. <laughs> oh, there we go. the second half. <laughs> so, uh, in the first half, I went through the first five play- players of the team which was the goalkeeper and the four defenders. Can anyone remember any of the players? Me, The Rock. The Rock, that was one. Love anyone remember the goalkeeper? Man Marker. Man Marker, yeah. The Sun. Stefan's. The Sun. Goalkeeper, yeah. Two Nothing. more. Two more defenders. No. Strength. Strength. Ooh. Man. 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 you were there. Man Shield. Ooh. Well done, Matt. You were the only one listening the last time. What is that? Oh, so it is. Um. Right, so I had intended to do the rest of the team today, but as the team is filled with a lot of aspect, a lot of key aspects of God, so I didn't want to rush any of the points. So we're going to go through the first two midfielders today, and the first and, and our two forwards, and then I will finish the rest of the team in extra time in a couple of months' time. <laughs> so we'll start with the midfielders today. Our first midfielder is the creator. Even though goal scoring is the main aim of football match, in order to score these goals you need chances. Every great team has those one or two players who are maybe not as much in the spotlight but are key components to the way a team plays and how they score goals. Barcelona had one of the greatest club sides ever during 2008-2012 with the talents of Messi, Henri and Pedro as their front three scoring goals for fun. Now these three are great players, but they can't do it by themselves. They need a supply line. Creators in the midfield who knew when to pass and how to pass, and to match the runs they were making. These were, of course, Xavi and Iniesta. (laughs) Both amazing players who, along with Busquets, made Barcelona tick, and their football would be a thing of beauty to watch, unless you were on the other end of it. And not only that, they won a lot too. Now, creating amazing goals is all well and good, but it pales into insignificance into what God has created. God is the creator, the maker of all things on heaven and earth. When there was nothing, there was God, and everything you see around you was created by the same hands that protects and shields us from the enemy. God doesn't need anyone to finish off where he started. It began with him, and I'll just read Genesis chapter 1, I know we all know it, but... um, there's loads of pages of random stuff but anyway uh, so in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the faces, face of the waters then God said let there be light and there was light and God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. 
And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the water under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, and the herb that yields the seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself of the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to despite the day from the night, and let them be signs and seasons, and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, and the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God said, Set them in the firmament of the heavens to give, give light on earth, and to rule over the day and over the night and to, to divide the light from the darkness and God saw that it was good so the evening and the morning were the fourth day then God said let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly over the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens <coughs> so God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was good and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to its kind, cattle and creeping things, and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind and God saw that it was good mm. then God said let us make man in our image according to the likeness let them have dominion over the fish in the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth so God created man in his own image in the image of God he created him male and female he created them and God blessed them and God said to them be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See that I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So I think that all that shows us much better than a goal anyway, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as I said, it will also end with him. Um, so I'm going to read Luke 21-25-28. Uh, um, so, uh, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars. And on the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear, and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the earth will be shaken. 
that they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift your heads, because your redemption draws near. This is also backed up in Revelation 1, chapter 8, which says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Um, i just got a few more verses then about God being the Creator. Do you not, uh, Isaiah 40, 28, do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the Creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and His understanding no one can fathom. Colossians 8, 1, verse 16. For by Him all things were created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through Him and for Him. And Revelation 4, verse 1. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honour and power, for you created all things, and by your will they, they exist and were created. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're going to move into the second midfielder, which is power. Um, so a powerful midfielder in the centre of the park can be a great help to any team. Someone who could turn defence into attack with a run through the midfield that can be very difficult to stop. These midfielders are often box-to-box and all-rounded when it comes to their abilities, being just as potent in attack as they are sturdy in defence. Midfielders like Steve Gerrard and Patrick Vieira were able to carry a game on their back sometimes and drag their team through it, but they couldn't do everything all of the time. (laughs) That's why Gerard never won a Premier League or Vieira Champions League. There was a limit to their power. God has no limit to his power. Everything I have mentioned so far with regards to God, regards to God and all he has done and is doing shows his awesome power. I'm just going to read uh, from Ephesians 1, 17, 21. That the, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit and wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power with which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. The same God who parted the Red Sea, broke down the walls of Jericho, raised Jesus from the dead, this is the same God who is with us now, is our strength, our shield and rock, and the creator of all things. And this is just a small portion of everything he has done. Shows the almighty power that he has. Um, I've just got a few more verses then about God being our power. So we've got 2 Samuel 22, 33. God is my strength and power, and he makes my way perfect. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 3:20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians 13:4. For though he was crucified in weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. Right, and now I'm going to move on to the two forwards. The first forward being glory. 
So quite that links in with the song we were singing today, Be Still and the Power of God is Here and the Glory of God. So the strikers are the players that get all the glory. They hog the limelight and dominate the headlines. Stats seem to be the way people judge who's better than these than who these days, and the stat that overcomes all others is goals scored. These days the argument on who is the better player is the one that scores the most. All other positions are overlooked. Saying all that, the fact remains that you win games of football by score of goals. So you could say that strikers, sometimes the strikers, deserve the glory. And there are some like this guy, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who laugh it all up and love the focus to be on them, sometimes forgetting that they have teammates who help them achieve such amazing numbers. They also choose to ignore that they are human and they can't make mistakes. Unlike these football players, God deserves all the glory because God is the glory. God deserves the focus to be on him. I talked in the last point that all that God does for us shows his power. All this power shows us why he deserves all the glory. God's glory can mean a lot of things and is mentioned a lot in the Bible, so I will let that be the talking for this section. So I'm just going to read a verse on each one. So um, it can signify his greatness. The heavens declare, declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hand. Psalm 19.1 It can signify his grace. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. John 1.14 It can signify his strength. I pray that out of his glorious riches may he strengthen you with his power through his spirit in your inner being. Ephesians 3.16 It can signify his light. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the lamp. Revelation 21.23 It can signify his holiness. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth, is full of his glory, Isaiah 6.3. These are just a few aspects of his glory and are why all our praises should be focused on him. And just a few more. And my uh, Philippines uh, 4.19.20 And my God will meet all your needs and according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. 1 Corinthians 10.31 so whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And Numbers 14.21 But truly, as I live, and as all, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Um, so now we'll move on to forward number two, which is the goat. <laughs> Can anyone tell me what goat stands for? Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Takes one to know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seems to have opinion. On who the, is the greatest? Who will, on who is the greatest? With people who live through different eras having different opinions to the younger generation. Uh, so, for example, um, I know a lot of us are rugby fans here. Um, so, Terence, could you name us your the greatest ever Welsh rugby player? Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Does anyone have a different opinion, Stawa? Maybe Ben from a different generation. Shane the greatest. I second that. For different reasons. <laughs> so there we go. So there's two different opinions. Um, 
So you can also look at tennis, uh, where at the moment people argue between Federer, Nadal and Djokovic. I know that my mother likes Nadal. Um, Matthew likes Federer. <laughs> uh, with golf, it is usually between Tiger Woods and Jack Nicklaus. Uh, when looking at our sport, football, the raging debate at the moment is between these two. It is, of course, Ronaldo and Messi. Recency bias plays a, a huge part in who thinks is the better player. If Ronaldo scores a hat-trick on a Saturday, he is the better player. And if Messi does the same thing, he is the greatest. The older generation will now throw other names into the hat. George Best, Pelé, Maradona, to name a few. It will never be wholeheartedly agreed by the whole world who the greatest is. I think I am right in saying that the, we are all in agreement that we believe God is the greatest of all time. But it is difficult to put that across in an argument. In football, you can use the end result to back up your argument, but you can also provide footage on how you got to that end result. With God, you have the end result. For example, you can see the healing he does, or the creation. You can't show people how it happens to back, up, back yourself up. That is why faith must play a huge part in our beliefs. It says in Hebrews 11.6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So to back our argument up, this faith inside of us must show like a bright shining light that burns so true it cannot be denied that what you are saying is true. Jesus says in Mark 20.29, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet have believed. We are all blessed as we have chosen to believe that Jesus died on the cross and was resurrected. Not because we have seen it, but because we have faith that he did. We feel it in our hearts of hearts. That is how we can put our point across that God is the goat. Even when talking about belief in the same God, there are different branches that believe different things. For example, there are those that would take creation of the world away from God and said it happened by accident. To believe God is the greatest, you must believe that all he can do, that he can do all things. Because if you have doubts over some things, like the fact that God created the world in seven days, you don't accept God for all he is and all that he can do for you. You take away the fact that Jesus says in Mark 10:27, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. In my opinion, if you don't believe that God created the world in seven days, that you were that then you were calling Jesus a liar, and we all know that's not the case. Lying is a sin, and Jesus was no sinner. Mm-hmm. So I just got a few more verses then about um, God being the goat. So one Peter three nine eleven. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Deuteronomy three twenty four. O Lord God, you have begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or earth who can do anything like you, your works and your mighty deeds? And Psalm 1.5.3 Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the greatest of all time, the goat. Speaking of goats, another animal comes to mind when talking about God. It is, of course, the lamb. And there will be more on that next time I speak, when we finally finish Heaven's Leaven in extra time.
So um, I'll just last slide a bit more animation while <laughs> So there's our nine of eleven players so far. So just to recap the positions that we've done today. So God is the creator. Everything you see, it was created by him. It started with him and it will end with him. Power. There is no limit to his power. Backed up by everything I have talked about and the fact that this is just a snippet of everything he has done, is doing and will do in the future. Glory. The only being that deserves all the glory because of his unending power and everything he has done for us. The goat. He is the greatest of all time. Nothing is impossible for God. Amen. Amen.